Welcome to the True Creator Podcast. I'm Allison Holly, intuitive guide, channel, and sacred sexuality coach. I'm also the author of the book, The Era of the True Creator. Each week, and with each new episode, I'll be sharing what it means to be a true creator, exploring the full spectrum of our multidimensional selves through a variety of topics, from the very human to the highly cosmic. If you are awakening and expanding into your multidimensional self, this is your place. Hey guys, welcome back. Today's topic is all about dating for people who have experienced an awakening or who are just really moving into their spiritual self, their highly conscious, and how to date when you're in that consciousness, that level of consciousness. Um, and this was a request from someone on Instagram, which I really appreciate if you would like to go on to my Instagram. It's Allison Holly Creator. And um, I often ask for different feedback ideas on what you guys want me to talk about here. So that's a great place to connect with me and um, share with me maybe what you're learning or what you're experiencing in life and uh, anything that you'd like me to talk about on this podcast. I'm always open to hearing different ideas. So this was the request. What, uh, you know, what do we do when we've gone through a consciousness shift and we are dating. <laughs> and I love this because this is actually where I am. Um, you know, a little bit about my background. I uh, was married to my twin flame for four years and we actually went through a separation about a year and a half ago at this point. Uh, which we're going to be doing a podcast together. We're going to record it in just a couple days. So you'll see that on the podcast. Um, but we were, uh, in an open marriage tour for the, for the final year <laughs> of our, of our marriage. And, um, that's definitely not any commentary on open marriages or open relationships. I, I am different than a lot of people, and I believe that those are highly successful because I view success in a very different way. Successful relationships to me simply mean that they existed and that the people in them were learning and growing. Um, Success always occurs in relationships according to my standards. So, um, But we did separate. But there was a layering for me because towards the end I was seeing somebody else and, um, and then that lasted for about a year, um, on and off. And, you know, it ended, uh, I guess towards the end of last year. And so I find myself back in the dating world, which is interesting. It's interesting. Um, and I've learned so much just by dating again. Um, and so I want to dive into this topic. I, I wrote down five different things that you can uh, focus on if you are dating and you are uh, 
also that your consciousness is very important to you or you're going through an awakening or something of that nature. So the first thing that I want to say, this is huge. This is huge and this is something that I see all the time. Have an abundance mindset. Do not let yourself fall into the trap of believing that what you want does not exist. (laughs) I see this all the time. And it's funny because I see it from both men and women. So there's got to be a disconnect here because I hear the men and the women saying, oh, good luck finding a conscious partner. Good luck finding someone who really cares, who's really loving, on and on and on. And I think if you're both saying this, then there's a disconnect because you could find each other. So definitely examine your belief system. Examine what you're thinking inside. You might not even be aware of it. If you are um, maybe kind of timidly going out into the dating world and you are, you have this maybe slightly subconscious or unconscious belief that what you want doesn't exist, that you can't find a beautiful conscious partner who is loving, then obviously, you know, based on the law of attraction um, and the law of reciprocity and, and uh, oh, there's a whole bunch of other laws, but you're not going to attract it if you don't believe that it exists. And so make sure that you examine what it is that you that you think exists, right? So if you are going out into the dating world and you feel very much that there's nobody like you, well, I always like to say if you exist, then so does the partner of your dreams or partners of your dreams. If you want to date around or if you want to date multiple people, if you are polyamorous, um, whatever your desire is, the the reciprocal end of that exists. It does. There are so many people in this world, so many people in this world. And all it takes is a mindset shift for us to start to cue in to the people that we really desire to come into our lives. So if we're if we have a lack mindset around what exists in the world and, and what's possible then we're not even going to be able or capable of seeing the beauty that wants to come into our lives. We're not going to be capable of seeing exactly what we desire because we've got our blinders on, because we've got a belief that says, oh, it doesn't exist. It's not possible. So, you know, one of the beliefs that I recognized when I started dating again recently (laughs) is, um, and I nipped it in the bud. <laughs> I said, I refuse to believe that. But what I, what I recognized, I believed, was that I couldn't have both amazing sex and a partner who loved me a lot. And, you know, this is, this is some of my history. This is something that, um, you know, all the way back to childhood, I've been doing a lot of different work on what it means to have everything that I want. And so when I recognized that I thought that those two things were not possible to coexist, 
I really did work around that. And the work that I did is, you know, I mean, I'm trying to think of all the different things that I did. Sometimes just recognizing that that's your belief will give you an aha moment. Sometimes just recognizing that and bringing it to the forefront of your mind is enough to create that shift. And, you know, it's sort of like um, you say something to yourself and you, you recognize it and it surprises you. And that aha moment is enough to create a change and a shift in what you believe. Other times, you might have to go a bit deeper, um, depending on how deep that belief is and what it's connected to. All of these beliefs sort of spiral into connections with beliefs that we built in childhood and beliefs that we built at the beginning of our lives. So, you know, not that we want to get totally inundated or lost in trying to solve problems forever and ever, because that's not the point. The point is handle it and move on. And, uh, but you know, really do handle it. So if it's something pretty deep, do that work. And there are a lot of different ways to do that work. So suffice it to say, I want the first and foremost, most important thing I think if you are dating is to check your mindset Do you have an abundance mindset or do you have a lack mindset around what's possible for you to bring in? Um, All right. So this leads me into point number two, which is get clear on what you want and believe that it exists. So not only do you need to know that what you want exists, but you have to kind of know what you want. Um, And I'll tell you that for me, this changes almost on a daily basis because I'm learning so much through the process of dating that I started out thinking I want, you know, a real serious partner and, um, and this is what I want, blah, blah, blah. And I, I actually listed out, this is what I want in a partner. And I attracted that and I realized that I didn't want that. (laughs) Um, You know, some of the qualifications that I had on there actually made it uh, a sort of um, unpleasant partner that I attracted. Not, Not partner that, you know, people aren't unpleasant, but it wasn't a good connection. It didn't fulfill me. Um, and I, and I, I'm really, really, you know, um, quick with, with what I realize. And so, you know, it just took me a couple days to recognize that I was attracting someone into my sphere that was a replay of old things. Um, and that that is what I kind of put out. And so I, you know, sort of erased that and I've been renegotiating almost every day what I want. And that's okay. You know, it's not something that we need to write this list of exactly what we want and we have to never change it. Relationships are all about learning. So, and I'm skipping ahead because that's point number four. So, um, basically, you just want to get clear on what you want. And, you know, going back to um, my experience with getting clear on what I want, I started out wanting, uh, you know, a long-term partner. And now I'm realizing I need a little bit more time and space. And so 
something that I put into my manifestation, um, you know, what Abraham calls the vortex, (laughs) right? Your field, um, your energy field of intention and desire. And something that I put out there is I wanted to be asked out on three dates a week. And I did that um, at the beginning of last week. Actually, I'm taking this amazing manifestation course online by Manifestation Babe. She's so awesome. And um, so if you're working on manifesting, go follow her. She is so good. Um, So I'm taking that course. And one of the things that I said I wanted to manifest is being asked out on three dates per week. And I've actually manifested that. It's only been one week and I manifested it last week. I'm going to do it again this week because what I'm working on personally is exploring what is out there. You know, there's the saying that goes, we don't know what we don't know. And I recognize that there are certain patterns that I want to shift in my life and that I don't necessarily want to continue um, in certain ways that I have in the past. And I just really want to explore. I want to know what it feels like to um, be in different people's presence and see what people have to offer. And one of the things that I'm putting out there as part of that manifestation is I want this to always be a pleasurable experience for both parties. So this has to do with abundance mindset. If we are um, believing that we're hurting people by uh, through our intentions, then that's what's going to happen. Um, and so I was really clear that I didn't want it to feel like anyone was feeling used or taken advantage of. I really wanted people to feel like they were playing the game with me, the dating game, and it was fun. And that the men who were asking me out were enjoying the process, you know, that it's sort of this cat and mouse game um, and that it's enjoyable. And those were my parameters. And so that's really what I've come in contact with. It hasn't been this longing, torturous experience. It's really been joyful. It's been fun. And I have appreciated the energy and the bravery of the people that have asked me out. I I think it's very brave. I've definitely spent a lot of my life asking people out. One, because I was not in my polarity, which is the next point that I'm going to be going into. And two, because I've dated a lot of women in my life. And so man, there's something about, you know, switching the roles a little bit, the stereotypical roles um, that really, really show how much bravery it takes for someone to ask someone else out. Um, So let's just dive into the third um, topic that I'm going to bring up, which is take the time to learn about your polarity. So By that, I mean your masculine and feminine polarity internally. And I actually teach a course where I include this. Um, It's called the Sexual Awakening Course, and I open it about three times a year. Um, So I'll be opening it again this summer if you'd like to join where I teach eight weeks full of all sorts of different things around sexuality, awakening your sexuality, using that energy 
to create a higher vibration and ecstatic consciousness within yourself, which is, woo, even just talking about it, I feel it. It's amazing. <laughs> um, so if you're interested, definitely check that out, the sexual awakening course. But in there, I talk about polarity and understanding your polarity and how to project your desired polarity into the world. Because we we all have both. I'm going to give you a brief overview here. We all have both, the masculine and feminine within, of course. We are you know, we're multidimensional. So we're one. And then we're also breaking into these smaller and smaller, um, you know, dualistic, uh, aspects within ourselves to explore within this lifetime. And one way to understand those polarities is in masculine and feminine or, um, you know, the yin and the yang, or um, what was a, another way that my guides described it? They were like, stop thinking of masculine and feminine. <laughs> this, was, this was last year when I channeled. And they said, stop thinking of masculine and feminine. Start thinking of it as uh, the light and the dark or something. I'll have to do a podcast episode on that. So anyway, right now we are going to be talking about the masculine and feminine because it's fun and it's part of our human existence. And so we each have, we all have each of these polarities within us. And it's important for us to bring those into balance internally. But we're going to find each of us our own unique balance and what that feels like. And then this is key when you're dating and you're looking at what you want to attract into your life. You need to look at what it is that your natural desire is to project into the world. And a lot of us are out of tune. And what I mean by that, by projecting it into the world is, for example, I have a strong desire to be in my feminine nature. And that means that I project my femininity into the world because I've incarnated as a woman. I love being a woman. You know, I'm not transgender or transsexual. I feel very very much in love with being a woman. And so I have the desire in this lifetime to project my feminine nature into the world. What that does is it attracts the masculine. So the masculine polarity is attracted to a feminine projection. Um, And that is true regardless of your sexual orientation, your gender, any sort of gender fluidity, this is true. And so even if you are someone who was born a man and you feel very much like you want to project that feminine nature, that's something that you're going to know inherently. You're going to know that intuitively about yourself. And then you'll attract the masculine polarity. So this is how it works. I, I hope I didn't miss anything. I always get a little bit um, cautious when I talk about that because I want everyone to feel very included and not go into the headspace around what it means and feel that that is some sort of rigid typecast that I've given. But it really is, um, it really is allowing us to attract what we want into our lives. And that's the point. And also to fill ourselves up with who we really are our true nature so that we can live our purpose because our purpose is all about 
being who we are, not doing something, but being who we are. That's our life purpose. And so part of our life purpose is to understand our masculine and feminine polarities and to learn how to play with those in this life, right? So that's going to help you a lot in dating because if you're finding this is... um something that I discovered about myself, I was very much in my masculine and it's pretty common for women. I was very in my masculine and it made it, um, you know, tricky because I was projecting a lot of masculine energy. And so I wasn't receiving what I really wanted, which was that masculine to come to me. So I've been learning a lot about that and it does help so much in dating if you take the time to learn about your polarity and how to play with that, okay? Um, Point number four, learn about yourself. Take this as an opportunity to learn about yourself. There is a phrase in the um, Alcoholics Anonymous community that is, if you want to learn about yourself, get into a relationship. (laughs) Or I think the phrase is more like, if you want to discover your defects of character, get into a relationship, (laughs) which is true. You know, if you feel like you're smooth sailing, a great way to discover more about yourself is to start interacting with more people and even dating, uh, having sex, right? These are amazing ways to learn about yourself. And there's nothing wrong with learning about yourself in those ways. So it's interesting because, you know, in the Alcoholics Anonymous community, like I was saying, um, they say if you want to discover your defects of character. And I think that what, what that's cueing into, I don't want it to be negative, put a negative spin on it. But what that's cueing into is a lot of times if we're in our own sphere, if we're just, you know, be bopping along in our own world, then it's very easy for us to have our own mindset and to not even recognize where we're falling into um, stagnant processes or stagnant thinking or you know, the same old, same old. But when we interact with people, brand new things come up. And a lot of, for a lot of people, this scares them away from relationships. And please just don't let this scare you away from relationships. Don't let this scare you away from sexuality because this is what life is about. Um, you know, I did a YouTube video, uh, which I will link in the description here if you'd like to check it out. And the video is, why are we attracted to people? What is the spiritual significance of being attracted to someone? And the spiritual significance of being attracted to someone is that we are bringing them in. We're like, I don't know, what's that movie, Star Wars? Like our force field is just sucking different people into our field and it's mutual. It's always mutual because we want to learn something from them, because they have something to teach us. And sometimes it doesn't feel super good what we're there to learn, but it's always, always edifying to the soul, right? So don't let it scare you off. And I'll tell you, talk about opening Pandora's box, 
right? When we go into the realms of sexuality, I remember when I first got the um, intuitive call, Allison, you're going to be a sexuality teacher. And I thought, whew, okay, I'm opening Pandora's box for people. I remember, you know, a little bit about my background. I used to be a stripper. And it's really interesting. You go into a strip club and it's like this big imaginary world, right? Everybody takes on different personalities and different names. And and I knew that because in our society, we're so, we have so many great internal chasms between our regular life and our sexuality. And so it really is opening Pandora's box. And there's so much in there for us to discover through. And that's what I want to say. It's not about, you know, it's not about this, um, like we're falling into, you know, craziness or we're falling away from our spiritual path or anything like that. Actually, we're falling into it. We're moving into it. Sex and relationships are the way to discover more about ourselves, to discover and expand. It is a huge gateway. It is a huge portal. It is, I'm so passionate about this. I think that there are no mistakes in life. I know that actually. (laughs) It's one of my truths and there are no mistakes. And so we can dive into this and, and make what we think of as mistakes, but we're making discoveries. We're creating new things. And there's also, look at the bright side. You know, I'm sitting here talking very dismally, but let's look at the bright side. There's also this huge possibility of discovery. There's this huge possibility of awakening and breakthrough. That's why I teach the sexual awakening course, because the aim of that course is to create an awakening. We can have an awakening through the body, not just through higher consciousness fields, you know, up in the crown chakra and meditation and, you know, being um, uh, as far away from people as possible and up in the mountains and things like that. No, we dive into it. We dive into this human process. That's what it's about, especially during this wave of awakening in this era, in this time period. It's all about connecting with each other. It's all about coming into that oneness consciousness and not avoiding life, diving into life as a portal for awakening. So that was my sermon because I get super, super um, passionate about it when I talk about it, especially because I've had so much repression in my, in my lifetime around sexuality and I am just busting through. I do not think that there's anything wrong with all of this discovery. Um, yeah, get into an orgy. If that's something on your desire list, do it all sorts of different ways to learn about yourself. And of course I'm talking about, you know, I'm not talking about any of the real, um, you know, rape or incest or any, anything like that. (laughs) Those have their own, um, laws behind them and their own, uh, you know, experiences. And I'm definitely not talking about that, but between consenting adults, there is so much that we can learn, right? 
Which brings me to point number five. All right. Have fun. Have fun. You're dating. Have fun. Right. And dating is a great way to discover more about yourself. Plus, if you have the attitude that it's about having fun, you take it less seriously and you're less likely to fall into that trap of I'm hurting people or they're hurting me because it's just not the truth we're discovering through each other. Right. So have fun. Um, you know, I'll, t- I'll tell, uh, a little bit about something that happened for me recently. Um, I got on Tinder actually, and I was talking to a few people and I had a friend who said, Oh, why are you on Tinder? It's a hookup site. And I thought, Oh, wait a minute. I guess it is because these, um, this one particular connection that I was having with someone, uh, it really flipped all of the sudden. And that, that was a big aha moment, but he was like, I only want friends with benefits and all of these things. And it upset me. And then I realized, how about I go into this and play with it, right? And so I did. I used it as a hookup site and I had a great hookup with somebody and it was actually very loving and it was super kind and sweet. And it wasn't, I realized that when I reframe my mindset around the potentiality, like, okay, so people think of Tinder as a hookup site. Actually, how about I try that too? And taking off all of these ideas that that was wrong, that that was something that spiritual people don't do and all of that bullshit. It's just not true. I'm here to have fun and I'm here to explore and express. And, and I did. And with that mindset, the person that I attracted for my really fun, super loving one night stand was really fun and super loving. And we had a beautiful connection and it was very healing for me. And I feel that it was a good experience for him too. There was no, um, there was no feeling afterwards, this residual of, uh, you know, it was actually, I felt very proud of myself for being daring again, because, um, I had over the past few years, really just kind of gotten into this place of feeling very, yeah, sometimes love hurts. (laughs) And sometimes, you know, these experiences that we have with people, they can be a little bit, they can be painful, you know, dating isn't always this easy, breezy sort of experience. Um, Like I said, we're opening Pandora's box, we're getting into the depths of what we feel and our psyche and our desires. And it's just a lot, right? And, um, you know, so I, there's a, there's a quote by, um, oh, and now it's totally slipping my mind, but, oh, Khalil Gibran, um, and the depth of your ability to feel sorrow is also the depth of your ability to feel joy, right? So we are, exploring into these places so that we can expand. It's not teleological. It's not one directional. It is expanding, right? So we might feel a lot of pleasure and pain in this whole process. But with the mindset that I took on during this, you know, night where I just wanted to hook up with somebody, um, and having that mindset really allowed me 
to have a fun time and to not bring in this feeling of guilt. Instead, I felt super proud of myself for being daring. Um, and so those are the five and I'll go through them again. One, have the abundance mindset, you know, so take into consideration. What do you believe is out there? It exists. Um, two, get clear on what you want. So, you know, this can change every day, but get clear on it. Be an intentional manifester. Be clear. Be conscious when you're going into something. Have a high level of consciousness about it. It's not going to ruin anything for you. It's going to expand your ability to discover and make things more fun. And you're more capable of playing with things when you're highly conscious, right? When you know what you're working with. Number three, take the time to learn about your polarity, your masculine and feminine polarity. Number four, use this as an opportunity to learn about yourself. And number five, have fun. Okay. Thanks for tuning in, you guys. I'll talk to you next time. Bye.